win-win does not just happen. How to create a win-win negotiation. Yes, yes, I'm sure that we've all at least heard of the book Getting to Yes, and with a little luck, a number of us have actually read it. The gist of the book is that you can use your negotiating styles and negotiating techniques to negotiate better deals if you can find a way to create a deal that benefits both parties. This win-win deal is highly desirable, but at times it can appear to be very hard to achieve. As negotiators, what we need are some tips for our next negotiation that will show us how we can make win-win work for us. Spend the time working on joint fact-finding. Every negotiation is different. The impact of reaching a deal with the other side may end up threatening the current status quo. When you find yourself in a situation like this, you're going to have to proceed cautiously. There will be resistance to reaching any deal, and you may be tempted to tell the other side how good this deal will be for them. Don't do this. If you attempt to tell them this, then you're going to come across as being arrogant and oblivious to the other side's concerns. A much better approach is to take the time to engage in a joint fact-finding process with the other side. This process begins by engaging the other side in a collaborative exploration of a project's feasibility and the merits during its earliest stages, with the help of outside experts before everyone begins taking sides. There will always be disagreements. Enlisting outside help for an unbiased view of the facts can be a crucial first step towards reaching a win-win deal. Create value through trades. In order to find a way to move your next negotiation toward the win-win conclusion, you may want to consider taking the time to look for ways to create more value for both sides through a series of trades. The best way to go about doing this is to prepare to present multiple proposals, all of which you value very highly, to the other side at the same time. How they react to these proposals will help you better gauge their preferences across the issues. Don't stop there. Ask lots of questions to directly assess their interests and reveal your own. Finally, make a hypothetical what-if proposal to determine if a trade genuinely creates value for both sides. Try contingent agreements. So why do our negotiations grind to a halt? One of the most common reasons is that the other side has different beliefs about the likelihood of future events. Sure, you may think that your firm will deliver a project on time and under budget, for example, but the client may view your proposal as being unrealistic. In such situations, a contingent agreement may be called for. This type of agreement is one in which you negotiate an if-then promise. This type of agreement is aimed at reducing risk about future uncertainty. It can offer a way for parties to agree to disagree and still achieve a win-win situation in business. The first step in adding a contingent agreement to your contract is to begin by having both sides write out their own scenarios of how they expect the future to unfold. Then negotiate expectations and requirements that seem appropriate to each scenario. Finally, include both scenarios and the negotiated repercussions and rewards into your contract. Consider adding a matching right. While you are negotiating with someone, there's nothing that says you can't be talking with other people at the same time. For that matter, there's nothing that says the other side can't be talking with other people also. 
The awareness that someone might get a better deal from somebody who is not currently at the negotiating table can serve as a blocker to reaching a win-win agreement. One way around this deal killer is to grant a buyer the right to match or improve upon another bidder's offer within a set period of time. This can help answer the question of how to create a win-win solution for both the buyer and the seller. Such matching rights, also known as the rights of first refusal, give buyers the opportunity to stay in the game and sellers a chance to explore their options. Matching rights can be incorporated into all types of deals across industries. Now, this may not solve all your problems. Issues can still arise because matching rights are often imprecisely worded in contracts, and this means that they can create new problems. It may be unclear, for example, if a buyer will end the contest when it matches a third party's bid, or if the match will trigger a bidding war. When adding matching rights to their contracts, buyers often overlook the importance of having ample time to decide whether to match a competitor's offer. So don't blindly accept your lawyer's boilerplate language or on matching rights. Instead, negotiate for terms that will lessen your odds of overbidding if a contest arises down the road. What all this means for you. Although in the heat of battle, it can be somewhat difficult to remember just exactly what we're really trying to accomplish as negotiators. It turns out that we'd really like to be able to reach a deal with the other side that everyone can live with. There is a fancy name for this type of deal. It's called a win-win deal. Although highly desirable, this type of deal can be very difficult to achieve during a principled negotiation for a variety of reasons. However, with some guidance, negotiators can boost their chances of being able to walk away from their next negotiation with a win-win deal. Just because we know that a deal would be good for the other side does not mean that they know that it would be good for them. Instead of just telling the other side that the deal that we're proposing is in their own best interest, instead, we need to engage them in some joint fact-fighting. We need to help them to discover that the deal that's on the table is in their own best interest. Sometimes it's going to take some motivation to get the other side to agree to a win-win deal. We can help move the process along by being willing to make trades with the other side. These trades will shape the deal and make it more palatable to the other side. None of us is very good at predicting the future, and the other side may be wary of entering into an agreement with us because they don't know how the future will unfold. In these cases, we can use a contingent agreement to work the if-then language into the deal that will cover future possibilities. Finally, there's always the possibility that someone else may make a compelling offer while the negotiation is going on. In cases like this, it can be helpful to include a matching right in the agreement that will allow the other side to match any other offer that's made. However, you need to be careful how you word this part of the agreement. We all want to be able to reach a win-win agreement with the other side. These are the types of agreements that both sides have no problems fully committing themselves to fully implementing once a negotiation is over and done with. However, a win-win agreement can be very difficult to achieve. Follow these suggestions and see if you can make this happen during your next negotiation.